News, I'm Hope Duggar. Broadcasting live from the KSHP studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. It's time to get on the right side of sports betting. It's time for the Odds Couple. Welcome to the Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio. We're live and worldwide on Vegas Video Network. This show is about sports betting. My name is Scott Pritchard. I'm a professional sports better handicapper. Featured on my site, PritchardsPicks.com. I'm excited because I have royalty in the house. My good friend, colleague, mentor from Gaming Today newspaper, Mark Mayer. How are you? I'm wonderful. Royalty, huh? Royalty. How's that for an intro? Wow, that's great. <laughs> I love the sign here. It says, do not bend the mics. I mean, how'd you know that was my fetish? Is that right? Yeah, no, my fetish for bending all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Rules, mics, whatever. How long have you been with gaming today? Uh, off and on, uh, almost 11 years. How's business? Well, week to week, uh, you know, business is okay. If we come out with a, a newspaper every week, we're doing well. I'm a big fan of Gaming Today. For those listeners and viewers tuning in, Gaming Today, I've been in Las Vegas for the past 20 years. No matter what sports book it seems I go to, they have Gaming Today newspaper. I believe 40,000 circulation, Las Vegas, State of Nevada, go to any sports book. Most of the sports books have this. I'm also doing weekly articles now on Major League Baseball and Gaming Today. And then for football, I'll be specializing in college football. Do you have an area of expertise as far as handicapping, Mark, that you prefer one sport over another? Um, not really. Uh, I, I, the fact that I have been doing this for more years than I care to remember, uh, I've been all over the map as far as things that I've covered, and I like to think that I know a little bit about a lot of things, and I don't like to be uh, stereotyped into one particular thing. So I, I feel I can offer insight into just about every sport you can think of. Uh, we have people who write for us who specialize in particular sports because that may be the need uh, for what we're looking for at gaming today. And I, I, I like to think that uh, you know I can converse about anything with anyone. What about the online presence that gaming today has? Well, it's something that we addressed uh, a couple years ago, uh, and it, it's still a work in progress, but it's a lot better than it was two or three years ago, and I think in the next two or three years, it'll get even better. You're listening to The Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio, Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. Scott Pritchard professional sports better handicapper featured on Pritchardspicks.com. Studio line is open, 702-221-7283. You have questions, concerns, comments in regards to sports, sports betting, live chat up and running on Vegas Video Network. Let's get started with some hockey. NHL Stanley Cup final game three last night. Boston Bruins at home against the Chicago Blackhawks. Going into the series, the Blackhawks were favored about a buck 45. Boston went into Chicago and split. Last night, Boston won the game two-zip. Looking good, feeling good. What say you? Well, I, 
I was really excited about this uh, final being an original six uh, matchup, which is something we haven't seen really in, in about 35 years. Uh, growing up in New York, of course, we're quite familiar with the Boston Bruins. Um, it, it, I think the series has lived up uh, to all the hype. And, and then some, we expected excellent goaltending. Uh, that's exactly what we've gotten. Uh, I think the Bruins have, have uh, gotten the edge in the series through their physical play. I, I think they're getting the majority of the hits. And Tuka Rask right now is just, uh, just playing outstanding goal. Um, and Chara is... I mean, who's who has a six foot nine inch uh, <laughs> defenseman? It's it's just unbelievable. But um, Chicago has so much talent, and of course, got off to that incredible uh, winning streak at the start of the year. Um, I I mentioned in my column Mike Emmerich, who who does uh, hockey as well as anybody who's ever broadcast a sport, said if those two teams played a hundred times. Each team would win 50. Well, uh, if uh, I think he's right on with that statement. And it wouldn't surprise me uh, tonight if Chicago came back and tied the series. Uh, it's going along basically, as, uh, I think, as, as I thought it was going to go. It'll probably go the full distance, I believe. And will probably be in overtime in Game 7 out in Chicago before this thing is over. But it's a, it's a tremendous series. I'm just sorry it's not on the regular NBC, that it's on NBC Sports Network, because I think the country's missing out quite a bit on a fabulous series. I'm not a big hockey guy, Mark, but I've gone on record many times. My colleague, friend, mentor, Dink, featured in the movie Lay the Favorite, starring Bruce Willis as Dink. He is a hockey guru. We've been the best of friends since 1993, and I talked to him about hockey because I want to get the lowdown, the scoop. And Brett Grant, co-host here, uh, The Odds Couple on KSHP, he is a hockey guy as well. So it's interesting to talk to Brett and to also talk to Dink because they tend to be on the same page. And going into the series, I asked Dink, hey, the Black Hawks at home, number one seed, home ice advantage. We know home ice is huge in any playoff series, but especially for hockey. Blackhawks, a buck 45 favorite. I asked Dink how he saw this. He felt, objectively speaking, that the Boston Bruins were the better team. He was going to play the dog in both games, hoping for a split. He got that. Now the Boston Bruins coming home. I talked to him last night. I was at Station Properties. The side was 130 Boston and I asked him if he had an opinion he said he has Boston minus 20 cents pretty good idea he's a sharp player because he's getting the best of it it closed minus 40 obviously I couldn't play it okay even though I know his opinion professionally was Boston but why would you lay 40 cents last night when you could have laid 20 cents when it first came out the total last night five under 45 I think that Boston Bruins goalie probably the best goalie in all of hockey at the moment yes i mean uh when you hold pittsburgh to two goals uh, in a four-game sweep that nobody saw and you go back to the toronto series where boston was dead and buried uh losing four to one in the third period and down two goals with, with about a minute and a half to go and to tie that game and win it in overtime uh, in Game 7 and, and knocked Toronto out. Uh, 
you almost think, well, maybe they are Destiny's team. Of course, that doesn't always, especially in betting, doesn't always pan out. Right. <laughs> and it's not something you want to get fall in love with as a better to think that uh, Destiny is going to drive your your uh, money. Uh, but um, still, uh, the Bruins are riding a wave right now. These are two hockey-craved franchises. Fans love hockey in Boston and Chicago. The um, Only Detroit, maybe, it would have been equ- equally matched in hockey town. Um, so, uh, like I say, it's it's going to be a fabulous series. Another thing that Dink pointed out to me, Mark, was the fact that he felt Boston was the better team simply because they were playing great hockey going into the Stanley Cup Finals, not to take anything away from the Chicago Blackhawks, but as you touched on, they were red hot early, something ridiculously sick, 18, 19 consecutive wins early on in the season, but that was a few short months ago, as opposed to current form, how are you playing now? He felt Boston was the better team going in, and you have to shade it to Chicago's favor simply because of home ice? Um, Boston has proven uh, that they can win on the road. I, I don't see home ice as being as important in this series as in the past. Uh, I think both teams are capable of winning on the other team's ice. I just see this as, as a matchup of styles rather than a matchup of well, which team is at home. Certainly it helps to have the big crowd behind Boston. And last night they clearly played with more energy. I would expect Chicago to come out a lot more energized in Game 4, and it's going to be a great game. You're listening to The Odds Couple on Vegas Video Network, live and worldwide. Scott Pritchard alongside Mark Mayer, the sports editor of Gaming Today. Enjoy having you with us. Looking forward to having you with us on a week-to-week, every Tuesday basis. Let's talk some baseball. The Texas Rangers, I threw them under the bus yesterday. They had lost six consecutive games. They're too good, too talented to lose six consecutive games. They ended their slide last night. I really expect this team with their pitching, and eventually I think their bats are going to get going. I expect them to win the American League West. What say you? Maybe they got bored. You think so? Bored with winning? That's what happens to me. Well, That, that happens to me, man. No. It, it, it gets old. <laughs> they see how bad the Angels are <laughs> and nobody takes Oakland seriously and all they do is win. They're like the San Antonio yeah, Spurs right. of the NBA. They yeah. get no respect. All they They'll do is win. They'll never get in. No. <laughs> no. No. Josh Reddick has a beard. You know, they notice that. In right. right. Forget his batting average. Yeah. And, and, and uh, what? Cespedes is Cuban. Right. So, now he's not American, so what the heck, right? <laughs> uh, and if, if you can name anybody on the pitching staff outside of Bartolo Colon, who's 100 years old, right? you tell me. Well, there was a guy, Parker, going today. Yeah, right. Okay, well, <laughs> but you there are few, that. Yeah, but, but the average Joe, if you stopped nah, around the street, hey, give me, name five players from the Oakland A's. They probably couldn't do you it. Could. Outside of Oakland. Right. You couldn't. No way. Billy Bean. Yeah, he, right. he's more well-known. Um, but I saw Texas uh, rallied last night. They were down... 3-zip, uh, I think, uh, or 3-1. 6-3, three, 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 yeah. They were up yeah. 3-0, then down 6-3, came back to win by yeah. one run, 8-7 or something, I believe. Right, right, right. So, you know, maybe that'll kickstart them again. But it's a long season. It really is. And I, and I think we're, we're so guilty these days of... of 
like what have you done for me lately and every day it's a it's a whole different scenario i mean if you look over in the other um the let's the other uh, divisions in the American League. Uh, what I tried to touch on was watch out for Toronto, a team like the Angels has been crucified all year for the amount of money that they spent in the offseason that paid their payroll uh, and were buried in last place. Now they've won uh, six or seven in a row. They're only three games under 500 in, in, in a very evenly matched division. They're right back in the, st- in, in the thick of the American League East. Um, so, I mean, it, it's just too early to really get get all hot and bothered, I think. Um, if there's any team that has to worry, I would say, uh, in fact, we touched on it in one of the articles in Gaming Today, it would be Don Manningly and the uh, L.A. Dodgers, who maybe ironically or not go to Yankee Stadium uh, this weekend and uh, uh, I know our guy is predicting that's going to be the end of Manning, like that they'll let him go there uh, because they want him to get a standing ovation in Yankee Stadium before they say goodbye. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean... There might be something to they, that. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, um, certainly, yeah, uh, what's keeping uh, the heat off Manning right now is Puig. Right, who's been such a breath of fresh air? He's been a savior up to this point. Uh, absolutely, and they're they're even talking about him for the All Star game. Uh, granted, he's played only about fifteen games, which would be kind of ludicrous that that a guy would would, would only fifteen games even being considered for the All Star game. And yet, I think uh, the All Star game would be a better watch if he were in it. And that's really what the All-Star Game has become anyway, is a glorified exhibition game for fans to vote their favorites, and why not put a guy in that they want to see? I want to expand on your point. I thought you brought up a very good point, Mark, in regards to the Toronto Blue Jays. Going into the season, they were my pick to win the American League East based on the acquisitions they picked up during the offseason. They were a sexy pick, but much like last year's Miami Marlins, this team laid an egg early, but timing is everything. You have to know when to get on, when to get off. I was on the Blue Jays early, and I was losing. So I respectfully said, screw you. I'm done following this dog crap team. (laughs) And so, but now, lately, I've been on this team. They've won six consecutive games. I do want to touch on one of their aces, our uh, Dickey, uh, because this guy, they, perception stated that they felt going to Toronto controlled environment that his knuckleball would be even more effective but I think now just the opposite when he's on the road when he's outdoors that ball moves in a controlled environment but it moves a lot more how do you hit that thing in the wind per se it's tough for him to control strikes but he's been very effective on the road he's pitching a lot better now than than he was a few weeks ago he is pitching pitching better now there really is no real explanation um he, he, he moved from the National League to the American League, but it's not like he's a rookie, and it's not like he's a kid. I mean, he, he's a veteran pitcher. When you throw a knuckleball, though, look at guys like Hoyt Wilhelm in, in years past, um, um, Charlie Huff. You can pitch to your, in, in your mid-50s. Uh, uh, it's not like you're going to throw your arm out. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it does very little damage to your arm. Uh, Phil Necro with the Braves pitched 
into his 40s. Yeah, and, and got better in his 40s. So, I mean, there's no reason to think that uh, the same thing won't happen to Dickie. You have to remember, he never did anything. He's been around 10, 11 years. He never put any kind of stats that would make you say, wow, uh, we really have an ace pitcher here. He literally came out of nowhere last year to win the Cy Young for the Mets. And all of a sudden now, he's getting big bucks. But when you look at his work over a length of time and then look at what he's done um, early, early part of the year, you would have said, well, he's just reverting back to what he had done the first 10 or 11 years rather than what he did last year. But that that's the way things are uh, these days in baseball. You're as good as last year, and you get rewarded for it instead of being rewarded over what you've done over over a career. But um, right now, uh, I mean, they spent a lot of money on Dickey. He's a, a real feel-good story, a great guy who, who has paid his dues, uh, a good family man, just goes out. He's not an ego guy. I was surprised when the Mets let him go. But the Mets figured, let's uh, let's get the most out of him. And I think, hey, what they did turned out to be the right thing because they got Harvey now. And now tonight, Zach Wheeler is going to, their other big pitcher, is going to pitch the second half of that doubleheader. Uh, I think against Washington, I don't remember. But um, it's going to be... Uh, um, Wheeler in the second game, Harvey in the first. Oh, it's against the Braves. And uh, that's going to be sort of a model for what's ahead for the Mets. But um, that's the Mets. I mean, they're paying their the price this year uh, for looking for the future. Toronto needs to win now, and that's why they went out and got Dickey. So it's going to work out well for both sides. Our special guest on The Odds Couple is Mark Mayer, the sports editor at Gaming Today. Scott Pritchard, check me out on my site, pritchardspicks.com. Some of the information is free. Some of it you have to pay for, but opt in today for free daily picks. I'm doing another sports betting seminar at Harris on the Strips. Uh, it would be regular season opening weekend, actually, for pro football. Friday, September 6th from 9A to 5P, I'll be joined by fellow professional sports better Dink, talking how to make money betting football. Go to my site for further details check me out also on vegasinsider.com we have a million views per day been with the website for the past 12 years i love the site because the plays are time stamped and documented tim donahy former nba official reached out to me a couple of months back i'm now one of the featured handicappers on his site refpicks.com the studio line is open 221-7283 live chat up and running. We always enjoy fielding those live chat questions. Mark Mayer from Gaming Today joining me today on The Odds Couple. We go live Monday through Friday from 10A to 11A Las Vegas time. Having a blast yesterday. The executive producer, Scott Whitney, was uh, my guest and I'm telling you, I, I, I this is one for the archives. This is one for the, it was one for the ages. I've had so many positive comments because it was so highly So that's why you invited me because you had such a good show yesterday? Well, th I th gave th you every like opportunity Upstage this guy, yeah. This is it's a tough act to follow. Uh, You're doing great, but Scott Whitney is a tough act to, to follow. follow. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But 
it was so entertaining and so much fun. If you get a chance, viewers, listeners, if you didn't get a chance to check yesterday's show out, check it out. Go to YouTube. All these shows are documented and archived. It's kind of cool, man. We're talking simulcast live on KSHP AM 1400 Radio, Las Vegas, but live and worldwide Vegas Video Network. The best of two worlds Al, the board man, we could not do this show without him. He's a diehard Dodger fan today. We're broadcasting the on KSHP. We broadcast the Dodgers, the Clippers, the Dallas Cowboys, BYU football. The Dodgers game will be broadcast live today at 4 o'clock. I tune in just to see what's going on at the Chicken Ranch. Uh, Saturday, I was on a way to a, a swim party, and they're interviewing the girls, the lovely ladies out there at the Chicken Ranch. Forget the game. I want to hear what's going on at the Chicken Ranch. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, wow, only in Vegas, man. Or Maybe they should just beam the Dodger games into the chicken ranch, huh? <laughs> Maybe that that's an original that, thought. Invite I like one it. of the girls down there. <laughs> Maybe Manning will get a job there if they let him go. You know, we've been talking about baseball, and you know, a week or two ago, Mark, when we, we did lunch at Kona Grill at uh, Boca Park, Las right. Vegas, Summerlin, and you were high on the San Diego Padres. Oh, I thought, I, thought was, I better take that. I was high on something else. <laughs> you were Beer, high. So You're the only person I know that you were high on the Padres, and I'm thinking, man, I don't think this team is as good as their record, but you were right. I'm wrong. This team won their 35th game last night, and the fact is the Padres, seven consecutive wins. It's amazing to me how many home runs this team has hit. Last night, another winner on the road taking on Barry Zito and the San Francisco Giants, but uh, I give you a lot of credit because you saw this before anyone else. Well, yeah, one out of 99 cents a day, is it right? <laughs> But all we remember is what have you done lately, and that that's a great call, my friend. Well, uh, I started to see a little bit last year, actually, uh, with uh, Chase Headley. I mean, now here's a guy, he led the National League in RBIs, and, and, and I dare you, if I asked that in a poll question, if anybody would get that right. Uh, so, I, and I knew uh, Headley uh, was hurt in preseason. So, I figured they would get off to a bad start. And I, and I figured once Headley got back the end of April, they were going to start to play better. Well, they did get off to a bad start. They were 5-15. and 15. No surprise there. Headley comes back. They're, they're struggling, struggling a little bit. Then they start to play well. But what I didn't see was that Headley's had nothing to do with it. Nothing. They got a kid at uh, second base, uh, Jerko. Uh, I don't want his last name because I don't want a name like Jerko. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a golfer I saw the day who, whose last name was Yip. I mean, that, that's a name and I would change immediately if I were a golfer. But, or Bastardo, you know, I mean, for obvious reasons. Uh, I wouldn't want his name either. But... Um, I digress. Do you think these Padres can sustain this level of continuity? I, I really do, because this seems to be a team that that's really likes itself. A, a lot of young players, it's sort of me against the world type deal. There's no pressure. Nobody thinks they're going to do anything. They're all basically about the same age. I love their shortstop, Cabrera. He, he's... Uh, he, he energizes this team. He can steal a base, a whale of a good uh, shortstop. Uh, 
He gets on base. He gets clutch hits. Jerko is a guy with good power. Uh, another guy with a good uh, on-base percentage and plays pretty good defense. Uh, Venable last night made probably the play of the year to beat you out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, great. Thanks for the reminder. But uh, th- that that was an incredible catch that maybe five people saw because it was about two in the morning on the East Coast. But um, I watched the game and I said, well, they're going to win it. They're going to win this game. And sure enough, they did. I want to talk about that game because it goes back to scalping, grinding, getting the best of it. The San Diego Padres last night at San Francisco, Zito was a small favorite, a buck 15. I like the Padres on the run line plus one and a half because I was able to lay 90 cents. All right. I don't lay the lumber. I lay 90 cents when the real price is 214. In the islands, it was minus 214, Padres plus one and a half. I'm getting 24 cents, the best of it. So I'm hoping that the Padres stay within one. They're up one zip, now down 3-1, I also had the under for the game, under eight. Now, never mind if you win or lose. If you lay under eight and it closes seven and a half, you're going to do very well for yourself long term. I handicap a game for nine innings, eight and a half, nine innings, not 13, okay? I Welcome to my world, okay? It sucks, <laughs> all right? You do everything right. You get the best of it. Padres plus one and a half, 90 cents. It closes 214. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Congratulations. I'm rich. I'm rich, except I bet under eight. It closes seven and a half. It's 3-3 three, three after nine. Six runs. I win. No. No, you don't. It's not a final. So we go to the 13th inning. So now I have to play a game and a half. I have under eight. And the Giants had a great opportunity in the 12th inning to win it. And then your man, the center fielder, playing shallow made, as you say, the catch of the year. I would have been fine at the Giants. I, I'm void of emotion. I don't care. Just I just want to cash my tickets. So had the Giants won in the bottom of the 12th, it's 4-3. I win both sides. I win the total under eight. I win the run line. Padres, life is good. Except it goes to the... 13th inning and the Padres score not one but two why how did they score two so I get a push on the total the bonehead relief pitcher I I told Jessica we're watching the game together last night I said this is what my life has come down to right I'm betting on some stiff who's betting who's who's pitching in the third I don't even know who this clown is this is what my life has become. They basically ran out of players. And, it was, and, and the guy it. walked the guy yeah. with the bases loaded. So, I mean, I got to push. That's the bad yeah. news. The good news is everyone else who bet the under, seven and a half, lost. So there's some gratification there. Not much. But <laughs> you handicap a game for nine innings. I think that that's why, again, I like betting the first five innings. The only problem I have with that, Mark, is they limit how much you can bet. Well, they'll open up. They'll let you bet considerably more money for the game. And so that's why, in this case... Minus 90 cents. It closes 214 run line value. But value on the total. That's what I do all day, every day. I only bet, A, if I have a strong opinion, and B, I have to get the best of it. But even then, you can do everything right. At least I tied and didn't lose, but I was a big, big, fat winner. Yeah. But I guess I should be grateful because the Giants had a free roll then in the bottom half. They had a guy. That's that's the concern. The And, and I, the Padres up to... Man on base for the Giants. They don't even care about that guy. I care because that's going to cost me money. But they were able to get the three outs before anyone scored. Well, I think if you, if when you look at a Giants-Padres matchup, um, I, the two teams are similar. Uh, I see the Padres as sort of a poor man's Giants. 
uh, without uh, uh, obviously without the two World Series titles, uh, but certainly a team that they, they play a similar style. They scrap, they claw for runs. Uh, East has a very good deep pitching staff, especially the bullpen, which is going to keep games to me below eight. So if you if I see an eight number, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with an under, especially when those two teams play each other. Just so happened last night it pushed, but I think for the most part you have to look toward the under. And plus, it's a pitcher's friendly park, cold weather, and the wind was blowing in. And I think that's why there was a move on that game. Now you say, gosh, how how can you say it was a move? It was a half a run, but a move <laughs> on a baseball total a half a run is huge in regards to a total, especially in the National League, where yeah. you're, you're hovering around 7, 8 oftentimes. Yeah, and any game in San Francisco is kind of crazy. I mean, at the end of the game, you got seagulls flying around, uh, fog. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, could, it could be an earthquake. Any, anything could happen in San Francisco. It's just I was watching a bizarre the game. place. I was watching the game. It's June, and everyone... They're cold. They're bundled up in jackets. And I was reminded by what the broadcaster said, a quote from Mark Twain. Mark Twain's quote. Because yeah. we're big on education here on Vegas Video Network and KSHP. Mark Twain said the coldest winter he ever endured was in San Francisco. Was the summer in, in San the Francisco. S- in the summertime. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, we're talking sports, sports betting, the odds couple. Mark Mayer from Gaming Today, Scott Pritchard, Pritchardspicks.com. We're going to bring in the big, bad wheel. It's time for Spin to Win. NBA Finals, we haven't forgot about the Spurs taking on the Miami Heat. Miami at home, it's seven. Seven and a half, seven, a touch of six and a half. Money coming in on San Antonio. This part of the show, Spin to Win, has to do with an objective mindset. The professional sports better bets with their head, never their heart. Check your emotions, check your ego at the door. Wherever the wheel lands, I am forced to make an argument for that side. Mark Mayer, being a good sport, automatically has to present and argue for the other side. I have the Spurs. Wow, this is great. Points mean more than opinions. Yeah, 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 I get it. The Miami Heat, the big bad boys of the NBA. Third consecutive trip to the NBA Finals. They won it last year. That was then. This is now. No one cares what you did two years ago. No one cares what you did last year. Fact is, you're behind the eight ball, Miami Heat. You're behind the eight ball. You're taking on the Rodney Dangerfields of the National Basketball Association, the San Antonio Spurs. Greg Popovich, the best coach on the planet. Pop knows best. This team, plus the seven, it's a bargain. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, you're on the other my side, turn. my friend. This is you're easy. Up. This is easy. <laughs> I've got I've got stats and history on my side. Twelve and zero, the Heat. After a loss, every time they've lost one game, they have come back to win and cover twelve in a row. Why not thirteen? Why? And everyone's like, well, you know, the odds are. They're, they're due to lose. Well, maybe so. But until it happens, I'm riding it. This is a team that seems to be incapable of, of sustaining in any incentive unless they're behind the eight ball. I don't know what it takes. Maybe a fire. <laughs> maybe an earthquake. 
Maybe somebody, some woman to go into LeBron's locker room. I, I don't know what it takes to get them excited. Or, or maybe they have a gigantic ego and they think, well, we could just show up and win. And you're seeing, especially with a work ethic like San Antonio has, how they're able to blow Miami out when Miami's not playing its best game. But what, when Miami is playing its best game, which I expect will be the case tonight, they will win. And they will win because they have LeBron James and nobody else does. LeBron James is the best player on the planet. And he will find a way, somehow, whether he's uh, blocking shots off Splitter, or whether he's uh, decides to uh, to shoot from three-point land, or whether he decides to play point guard and take everything to the hole, or whether he decides to pass and allow everyone else to hit threes. Something good is going to happen. And the crowd will be energized tonight. And when you play Miami, you always have to be aware of the run. It's coming. You know it's coming. It's like a tsunami. Sometime during the game, there's going to be this unbelievable run. And it's going to come out of nowhere. I mean, I've seen games that... I remember they played the Knicks uh, a few months back. They were 20 points down. On a Sunday. Yeah. They're, they're totally out. They're, they're done. They're shot. They win by 20. They go on like a 35 to, to 6 run out of nowhere. I mean, that's the way the Heat plays. It, you can't really describe it. It just happens. And, and, and everything is on the defensive end of the of the, the, the scope. Um, they force turnovers. And, and once they start to uh, get the other team to turn the ball over, it just seems to avalanche. You see layup after layup after layup. And then uh, LeBron gets interested. Or Dwayne Wade all of a sudden gets hot. Uh, and Bosch gets brave and starts throwing up three balls. Uh, Chalmers starts hitting. Mike Miller comes in off the bench for what, once every 30 years and starts draining shots. So they have an amazing knack, uh, unlike any team that I have seen in recent years, for being able to turn the switch on when they're clearly not playing well. How often this is going to happen, I don't know. But their backs are again against the wall. They lose, and this whole uh, two, three, four, five championships, they're out the window. It's rebuilding time. Uh, so, again, it's their own problem. They, they, they put themselves in this position. So... The argument I will make is that they will send this thing to a Game 7, and then we'll see the fun begin. Let's talk numbers. The Miami Heat, for whatever reason, sometimes the less you know, the more you know. And by that, I mean just look at the numbers. So I respect what you're saying, Mark, in regards to the trend, the streak. Sometimes you don't have to know. Just follow the streak because you can only lose one time and you can win infinitely. The the fact is the Miami Heat in the playoffs, they've been in this situation six times. They are 6 and 0 oh, straight up 
an ATS against the spread, where in this similar situation, history has a way of repeating itself. I get that. They have won by an average in this spot by 20 points. In fact, twice against the Spurs in this series. In this spot, they won by 19 and 16 points, respectfully. My point is, if you ever were going to buck this trend... Tonight would be the night. The Spurs plus the points are a good road team. Popovich knows. History dictates game seven. It's going to be tough. You steal game six. And now let's talk about the total. Well, I, I, I want to back up. I, I do want to address something else that you talked about with LeBron James and the Miami Heat. I think it's lazy. I think it's complacency. I think it's a bad habit to get into. We talk about the fact they're 6-0 and ATS against the spread and straight up in this similar spot. I think it's dangerous, my friend, when you get in the habit of turning it on and turning it off. Now, they've gone to the well time and time again. It's proved well for them, but do you really think I mean, it's a tough way to make a living because one average game and you're out. Absolutely. I mean, you wonder how long this thing is going to last. It's just not uh, conceivable that a team can just turn on and off. But you're going to see tonight, if you watch the game, look at the separation between San Antonio players and Miami players. If you see shots contested, you know Miami's in the game. You saw a lot of open looks. You saw guys not going out and taking Danny Green or Ginobili uh, and Parker basically roaming around in the lane where, where he's so good and so creative and Duncan where they have no answer. You need uh, the Heat to play team defense and what what that is is the fact they challenge shots they're all over you they, they suffocate you on defense they, they, they take you at half court it's something you can't do over 82 games obviously because it takes so much out of you uh, physically and maybe that's part of the problem in the playoffs is that it takes so much energy to play their kind of a game it's down to one now. So you know they're going to empty the tank tonight. And when they come out, if you don't see any separation, if you see Miami with, with man on man, if they're right on uh, challenging every single shot, you're going to see problems in San Antonio. And you'll be able It's It's something you can see. I mean, if you see separation distance... Even if San Antonio is not hitting, if you see open looks, that's a good sign for San Antonio. San Antonio Spurs, Miami Heat game six tonight. Miami, the line is seven. Let's talk about the total, Mark, because we're looking at going into the series. I had a confidential conversation with Dink and also Brett Grant and Anthony Padilla here at the studio talking specifically about I liked, I really felt that there would be I like the over going into the series because both teams would were acclimated to playing small ball. They like to play small ball, but they were a victim of circumstance, knowing that the Indiana Pacers and the Chicago Bulls would not allow the Heat to go small, and the Memphis Grizzlies would not allow the Spurs to go small. But the fact is, these teams are thoroughbred racehorses. They like to get out, run, score easy baskets in transition. And the fact is, the first two games went under the closing total. 
it was close, but both games went under. But the last three consecutive games now have gone over, and the total's been posted anywhere from 187 to 189 the first five games. Tonight, the sportsbook's making that adjustment. It's up to 191. Again, if I were to play it, I would be on the over before the under. The only concern I have, and this is buyer beware, disclaimer, asterisk, okay, and that has to do with the fact that an elimination game, everything's magnified, every possession is huge, they'll try to slow it down, play in mud, but don't kid yourself, these two teams like playing small ball. Yeah, I'm glad you're a totals guy. It scares me. I, I, I've always, um, I always tell myself, don't mess with the total, and then maybe I'll see one, and I'll play it, and I'll lose. And, and then I cuss myself, the entire time for messing with it. Because <laughs> I just don't like to play totals. I think totals are deceiving. Uh, it, it, it's all about, uh, I'd rather play a side. I, I feel a little more comfortable. And I always like to play the underdog. It makes me feel comfortable. It is better to receive than to give. <laughs> right? Underdogs are oftentimes That's undervalued. Jewish, the Jewish side of me coming out. I like it. Where it's always <laughs> much better to get gifts than to give them out. <laughs> That's great. You so, know, I, I've talked before about specifically being a value guy, and I think, Mark, most people would agree with you. I mean, if you talk to sports bettors, the overwhelming majority prefer to bet sides, but I see it totally differently, respectfully. And I say that because there's a reason why the sports books limit how much you can bet on totals, and they really pretty much let you bet whatever you want in regards to sides. Now, I also find I'm always looking for numbers, scalping, grinding, finding a half point, 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 and half the best of it, and I find that. I find that in totals. They move. So you find more disparity. You find favorable positions, whereas sides, having done this for 30 years, I find to be much more random, my personal opinion. Hey, I'll buy what you say. All right. Great. You know, awesome. Short and sweet. All right. I'm looking at sides. Mark Mayer, Gaming Today, Scott Pritchard, Pritchardspicks.com. Together we are the odds couple today on KSHP AM 1400 Radio, live and worldwide on Vegas Video Network, live chat up and running. We go live Monday through Friday from 10A to 11A Las Vegas time. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought you should be on the radio? Or have you considered doing an online video show or podcast? If so, now is your only chance to do both at the same time. KSHP and the Vegas Video Network have teamed up to provide the only multi-camera broadcast quality video and live radio simulcast in Las Vegas. And instead of having your show played at some ungodly hour, the KSHP Vegas Video Network partnership is producing shows that play from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. Imagine having your own radio show broadcasting to the entire Las Vegas Valley and combine that with an online presence that is viewed in all 50 states and 150 countries, both live and on demand. This is a first and an outstanding opportunity to give voice to your business, your ideas, and your talent. If you'd like your own show on KSHP and the Vegas Video Network, contact us today at 221-1200. That's 221-1200. To the odds couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio, live and worldwide, Vegas Video Network, Scott Pritchard. I've been on a tear. 20 wins, 10 losses, my last 30 plays documented here. Vegas Video Network, KSHP, Kansas City Royals yesterday, minus 30 cents at Cleveland. A little bit nerve-wracking. It was one zip. I was down in the eighth inning, scored one, went to the ninth, scored another 2-1. It's not by how many 
Just win, baby. Just win. 20 wins, 10 losses. We're going to get to the right side in a few minutes. Right now, I would encourage you to continue to reach out to us on The Odds Couple. Email us at oddscouple at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's oddscouple at vegasvideonetwork.com. We also have web-based voicemail. We would love to hear your voice on our show. Go to our site, Vegas Video Network. Right-hand side, there's a red bar. Click there. In the middle of the page, a green bar. Hit the Start Record button. We have live chat up and running, talking sports, sports betting. Keep those questions, comments, concerns coming. If you miss us live, no worries. You can reach out to us, Vegas Video Network, YouTube, iTunes, Roku. Frustration. Welcome to my world. When it comes to betting sports, you don't have to look far to find frustration. Are you kidding me? Jim Leland. Manager for the Detroit Tigers, are you kidding me? This is a manager who, as I, I love the Detroit Tigers. I love everything about the Tigers, except their bullpen, except Jose Valverde, their closer. This guy single-handedly tried to sabotage, unintentionally, of course, but he sabotaged this team's chances a year ago. In spite of his incompetence, they went on to play in the World Series before ultimately losing to the San Francisco Giants. So what do you do? You cut him, you let him go, and then uh, let's bring him back. You know, maybe we overreacted. Let's bring this clown back. So a few, I don't know, maybe seven, eight days ago, I talked about it on the air. I had the Tigers against the Kansas City Royals. I'm up two zip. We go to the ninth. They bring in this buffoon. He gives up a 0-2, two out, 0-2 count, two-run dinger to Kane who hasn't hit a, he's hit two home runs the entire year, and Jim Leland. How bad is Valverde? He took him out. He took him out of the game, which I'm thinking, why did you put him in? Why did you put him in? And then, of course, the Tigers lost in the 10th inning. So I went on record as saying, when it comes to the Tigers, do not, I repeat, do not bet them for the game. Bet the first five innings. No team has been better in baseball and cashing tickets the first five innings than the Detroit Tigers. The only downside is sportsbooks limit you uh, where I bet to a nickel on the first five innings. So that that's kind of a dilemma. But understand if you bet them for the first, if you bet them for the game, you're gambling. I don't like to gamble. I like to minimize randomness. There's enough randomness when I find very predictable trends and streaks and situations. So what happened? The Detroit Tigers playing two days ago. Yesterday, uh, two days ago, actually. And they're up 5-2. You don't bring in Valverde. Thank goodness they did not bring him in. Uh, in fairness to Valverde, he's blown three games this year. You're closer, okay? Three games he's blown. But the fact is, his whip factor, walks, hits per innings pitch, which is what I look at from handicapping starting pitchers, all pitchers, actually. It's more indicative than, say, the ERA. His ERA is up around four. But I look at the three blown saves. His whip factor, pretty reasonable. I mean, it's actually 1.04, which is, is pretty darn good uh, for a, a bullpen guy. But your closer should be the man. But up 5-2, they didn't bring in Valverde. They, they let uh, Benoit continue to pitch, and he might be the closer as we progress and move forward. Fact is, this Tiger team, they're better than they were a year ago. I started writing this team, I think I mentioned to you maybe 10 good days ago when we did lunch. I just finished eating, by the way. I know you left, but I've been eating ever since I saw you 10 days ago. The fact is, the Tigers were 31-26. and 26. I said, listen, man, this team is better than they were a year ago. I believe they've lost two games since that time. That's it. And one of those times, I was on the losing end, but for the most part, I've been writing this streak, getting a good number, laying 80 cents 
cents last night when it closed 90. So I don't like laying number uh, lumber. I'm a, a dog player, but again, if I'm laying 80 and it closes 90, 93, I'm getting 10, 15, 13 cents the best of it. I'll take that every day of the week, twice on Sunday, if there's a doubleheader. So we're talking baseball. We're talking Tigers. This Tiger team better than they were a year ago, statistically speaking. Forget the fact they picked up Torrey Hunter. The guy is a star, okay, number two in the lineup. But this team's better because statistically – they're right up there, 1-2 in pitching, 1-2 in hitting. And the surprising part, they're in the top three in fielding. Last year was the problem. Defensively, they had some issues. This is the part of the show where Mark Mayer and I are going to put money into your pocket as we put you on the right side. On this show, the odds couple, I've gone on record as saying that I'm on a streak. 20 wins, 10 losses. Every day I give out one play, one time. It's not how many you play, it's how many you win. Most unsuccessful sports bettors know just enough to get themselves into trouble. A little advantage goes a long way. I'm looking at a baseball game today. The Texas Rangers are at home against the Oakland A's. Let's take a look at this pitching matchup. I know we have Parker going against Darvish. I love Darvish. He's 7-2, and two, but he's better than that. Look at the whip factor. 0.94 for this Texas stud horse. 0.94 versus Parker. 1.35. Oakland A's on the road. I like the the over in this game the total for the contest is eight i think the texas bats will come around especially against parker and darvish he was a star his last time out but the bullpen let him down so i think eight american league game the pitcher is not batting eight runs wow red rover red rover i love the over mark do you have a play for our listeners viewers out there today yeah i'll give it quick okay real quick Kansas City. They've won 11 of the last 13. Um, it appeared that their ship had sailed a few weeks back, but they bounced back nicely. Uh, they're like San Diego. They're, they're a team that's hungry, a young team that they believe. I think they caught a second wind. And Irvin Santana is pitching some of the best ball of his career. Royals. Well, that's a good, interesting pick because the Royals were good early. Then they were very bad. But as you say, 11 of their last 13. I was on them yesterday, minus the 30 cents, on the road against Cleveland. I'm a big Shields guy. And the Indians, just too erratic, too inconsistent to get me to back that team. I do want to talk over-unders. The L.A. Angels, all right? dead over team i've been talking about it all year it makes sense they're pitching questionable but their hitting has been good their pitching has picked up but their hitting continues to be pretty darn good i'm going to anaheim again this weekend to check out the weekend series between the pirates and the angels last time i went and saw the astros play only to watch the angels lose four consecutive times and of course i'm a dog player but i didn't take the astros wish i would have would have made a lot of money but i was on the angels run line at a pick I mean, minus one and a half pick, minus 10 cents, basically, and had a losing weekend. But I made a good deal on tickets, so yeah, great. I uh, pay $15 and lose 2000 at the bet window. Very nice. I'm a genius. All right. Looking at over-unders, the Angels have been a dead over team. 41 of their 69 games have gone over. Another dead over team has been the Tampa Bay, not the Buccaneers. I just like saying that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Rays, 39 
overs, 24 unders. We have two teams that have been dead under teams, the Texas Rangers. Okay, I'm going to buck that trend. They have been a light-hitting team, surprisingly enough, maybe because of Josh Hamilton heading out west to Anaheim to play for the Angels. He's no longer in that lineup. But I look at the Rangers. 42 of their 67 games have gone under the total. They have very good pitching. And the Royals, 40 of their 65 games have gone under the total as well. Mark Mayer, gaming today. Great having you with us. Any parting shots, my friend? Well, you talked about Valverde, Papa Grande. I don't know how that guy's still in baseball. It's really a joke. But so whatever he, I mean, if he messes up with Detroit, it's their own fault. He's the Mark Sanchez of uh, baseball. Yeah, this team, yeah, this team is so stacked. The only thing, (laughs) the only question mark, and it's a big question mark, is their bullpen, namely Valverde. But it's like, wow, I'm surprised that Leland brought this guy back after the debacle in the postseason a year ago. He single-handedly practically cost them the pennant. Yeah, well, what is the, 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 it was a famed World War II expression, but the only thing we have to fear is Valverde himself. <laughs> he so, can't get out of so, his own right. way. So. You're listening to The Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio. We're live and worldwide on Vegas Video Network. Scott Pritchard, Mark Mayer from Gaming Today Newspaper. We talked a little bit off air about the British Open. You have a, a long shot uh, dude you're looking at? Um. Well, it surprised me a little bit that uh, um, Justin Rose is 20 to 1. I mean, uh, when you look at that, that that's a very nice play. Um, it's a little too early, really, to, to sort of size up the uh, the British. But I, w- I would think that uh, this is going to uh, put a lot of energy into the uh, foreign players. That, that I think uh, you may see uh, a non-American win the British Open. Mark, you've been great. Love having you on the show. We'll see you next Tuesday. Look forward to it. Uh, I get a chance to redeem myself or something. Right on. Absolutely, right. man. Stealing yeah. another. The, the, the co-host yesterday stole the show. Uh, Scott Whitney. And now you're stealing the show. It's well. like I'm going to be exit stage left here any day now. You've been listening to The Odds Couple on KSHP AM 1400 Radio, live and worldwide, Vegas Video Network, live chat, the phone lines open. People were shy today. We always get live chat questions, usually a caller or two, but today, so much rich content. That was just gross, this entire thing. That's exactly what it was. For Mark Mayer from Gaming Today, my name is Scott Pritchard, Pritchard's Picks.com. Good luck, goodbye, good riddance.